0: Our scripture this morning is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Jesus came near and spoke to them I've received all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And look, I myself will be with you every day until the end of this present age. Matthew 28, verses 16 to 20, the word of God for the people of God.
1: So, the disciples go up with Jesus to a mountain and they talk. They worship Jesus, much like we're worshiping Jesus here today. And then Jesus again says these words. And we've already talked last week about Pentecost and Ascension the week before. And this week, I think it's important for us to understand again, that's Trinity Sunday. It is this mystery of faith. We don't quite know 100% how it works. But what we can pick out from these scriptures are really important lessons about how the Trinity operates in our lives and ultimately how we can live out a more Trinitarian faith each and every day. So they go up and they're worshiping Jesus and Jesus says, hey, I want to let you know this. Again, Jesus, every one of the gospel accounts has these words of, hey, I'm getting ready to leave, but take heart. Because, and, and I love that in the gospel of Matthew that the disciples are listed. It is described that they have doubts, right? Like like what a weird thing to make sure that you are there, right? Like Like if I was writing a book about Sermons or about My last words to someone I don't think I would be like And they doubted me They didn't believe 100% If Hollywood was making this into a movie It wouldn't be a great way To describe the disciples But yet they still go They still worship And Jesus says this Which I think helps us To understand a little bit about God the parent Right? That all authority That has been given to me Go Right, God has authority over everything. We believe that God has authority over the cosmos, over the entire world, over the universe. And yet still in our world, in our lives, God still says, hey, I want you to go. I'm inviting you to be a part of this. We see this at the beginning of Genesis, right? With creation, we are co-creators with God. We are able to name things. What a creative act to be able to look at something and say, I give you this name. As a parent, we painstakingly tried to figure out our children's names. And all of them are biblical names. But we had to figure out who do we do? How do we name them? How do we don't? And then, of course, if you've had a bad experience with someone with this name, I know probably no other parent has ever done this, right? Like, like there's, a, there's a Matthew that picked on me when I was younger, so we're definitely not naming them Matthew, right? Like, but names matter. And so in the very beginning, God was like, this matters, name, authority given, And then the people of Israel, they are given the authority to go and live and be chosen people. Authority is God's. We ascribe that to the parent, this creative act. And yet Jesus is saying here, as so many times, when Jesus has said, I am, I am God. You have seen the Father because you have seen me. Right? Right? This idea that we are to go, not sit, not be comfortable, not be a part of the creative act that God calls us to be, not to be stewards of creation or to work for justice, but we are to go, therefore, and make disciples. When we talk about making disciples, it isn't in a sense of going and and. Hurting others and putting the fear into them, right? Those disciples were scared. We talked about it last week. After this, they go and hide in a room for a bunch of time. They're scared already. And yet Jesus encourages them. Go, therefore. My authority is your authority. Go, therefore, and make disciples. And we use that language and and. But a disciple was someone who walked so closely with a teacher, with a rabbi at that time, that they were like mini-me's of that rabbi. They were copies of that rabbi. But they wouldn't stop there, right? They would grow. I don't know. When I was younger, I had a lot of people that I really looked up to, and I wanted to be just like when I, I grew up outside of Baltimore, and so when I was in elementary school, I uh, really loved Cal Ripken Jr. Like loved Cal Ripken Jr. Like my entire room was Cal Ripken Jr. and Baltimore Orioles stuff. And I can say that right now on stream. I know it's being recorded. Like last year or a couple years ago, when they were losing thousand games in a one hundred sixty one game year, uh, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have admitted that. But right now, they're the second best team in baseball. So I'm a proud Orioles fan all of a sudden. All of you watching Commanders fans know exactly what I'm talking about. Right? But but everyone wanted to play baseball. Everyone wanted to be the next Cal Ripken in my grade. And I'm sure it wasn't everyone, but... It was a lot. We all played baseball. We all wanted to do that. We all had pictures in a room. When I graduated from college, my uncle was able to get me a signed autograph picture of Cal Ripken breaking 2131. It was so cool. So we all, you know what position we all wanted to play too? We all want to play shortstop. Yep. Right, because we wanted to be a disciple. We wanted to be just like the person we looked up to. And friends, if we say that we are really about creating and going into the world and making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world, then we should be and look like Jesus. We should want to go and do the same things Jesus did. And those things are loving people, no matter who they are, drawing near to those who have been outcast and victims of injustice and those who are in need of some kind of hope in their life. Jesus continuously walked with those individuals. And I don't have time this morning to go back and go through all the stories But Jesus offered hope and transformation and love every single place he went. And so, if we're really going to take seriously this idea of making disciples, what do we do to be creative and share that love with other people that we meet? Third part that I think is really important and really needs to be heard is this idea that Jesus will be with us always until the end of the age. Right now, there's a lot of conversation about what is happening in our church. What is happening in the United Methodist Church as we have people who are choosing to disaffiliate, as we have people who are choosing to stay, and there's a lot of anxiety in our system. There's a lot of angst. There's a lot of, if I to use the words of Scripture, there are a lot of doubts as to what's going to happen. The truth of the matter is, is in the Holy Spirit, we have an advocate. We have a portion of God that is continuing to be with each and single believer, each and single disciple of Jesus Christ to continue to strengthen, to continue to help make us perfect in love, perfect in love of loving God with everything we have, right? Jesus says in this passage, keep my commandments. Love God with everything you have and love your neighbor as yourself. The Holy Spirit continues to be with us. It guides us. It advocates for us. It gives us words that we may not otherwise have. I love to think that throughout my day, even when I'm not thinking about it, that the Holy Spirit is advocating for me and praying for me and helping me to do my very best work. That's inspiring and also a little scary, right? That when I'm honking my horn because someone's not going the way I think they should go with the driving, Holy Spirit is reminding me that wasn't the right thing to do and still in prayer for me to be more loving, less honking, right? But as we get ready and we celebrate table today, we're going to talk about our faith tradition, a faith tradition, which honors the creativeness of God, the parent, the sacrifice and justifying faith that we find in Jesus Christ. And we believe that Jesus meets us here in this meal and amongst one another. Friends. I think we also make disciples of Jesus Christ to help one another and to support one another. And so as we think about the table, as we come to the table today on this Trinity Sunday, let us think through the creative ways in which we can love one another, both in this space and in our communities. Amen.